0: Hi, I'm Linda Oj.
1: And I'm Erin Espendola.
0: Welcome to another episode of the Next Gen Business Podcast.
1: Let's go. The Next Gen Business Podcast is produced by the Small
2: Business Community Network. Visit them online at www.sbcncanada.org.
0: when I was doing the introduction I messed up so I hope our producer takes that bit out
1: it's all good <laughs> there's no mistakes I can't get done here so
0: it's so lovely to see you You look like you've been sunning yourself again you look so well and healthy and I'm all white
1: oh uh, yeah I've been I've been going to the beach like every weekend so and uh, with the uh, the new restrictions being lifted I'll be definitely hitting i hitting up um, probably like uh, i think canada's wonderland's gonna be open soon so i'm gonna be trying to go to there and see what's good but uh today we actually have a special guest uh with us his name is um ibni hopefully i pronounced that correctly Uh, you did Uh, he is the president of uh dust out commercial cleaning uh which is located in Kitchener. but i think you guys also do all of southern ontario that's right What I got from your website Um, and for our our listeners and viewers, um, would you be able to maybe kind of go over what you do as a company? I know it's kind of um, like the name kind of gives it away, but just just go a little bit more in detail. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, uh, first of all,
2: Linda, Aaron, thank you so much for having me uh, on your podcast. I think this is fantastic. I think what you guys are doing is great. Um, And like I said, I think it really helps uh, small business owners and entrepreneurs, you know, giving them uh, an outlet and um, a platform to kind of Mm -hmm. speak on their business and the good that they're doing. So thank you so much, uh, first and foremost. Um, So Aaron, yeah, uh, a little bit of what we do. So Dust Out Commercial Cleaning, abbreviation is DOC, D-O-C-C, as in a doctor. And if Mm -hmm. you visit our website, you'll notice a lot of the themes that we have are medical related. Now, we are a commercial cleaning company, Uh, we're not specific to just medical offices, Um, Mm -hmm. but the platform and the brand that we had behind that came from this whole healthcare industry, healthcare being tied to cleanliness and sanitization um, and health, we thought it was actually quite fitting. Um, And a little bit about myself, so yes, I do uh, run the business as the president um and i have a partnership in the business with my wife as well um and funny enough my background is a little bit on the health side because i did work uh, currently right uh, in the healthcare industry and my wife is actually a teacher by trade so it's just kind of it came together uh, for us with, with this idea of creating this uh, commercial cleaning company um and I think, you know, what we do, um, a little bit of what we do, and uh, that helps us kind of shine from the rest of the people out there is we really run an industry where we're not looking at the people we work with as clients, Erin um, and Linda. We look at them as a partnership, right? Mm. I find through creating this business and doing our homework, a lot of the other players out there were offering a standard service, where we would like to tailor our business um, to more of a customized service, right? We want to be able to fit in your equation for your business. So we are part of your brand and part of your company and part of what you do, rather than um, offering a standard service and say, this is what we do, this is what we charge. So we really work with our clients. And and again, part of that was, um, you know, our own experiences when we look at certain uh, services that we're looking for or certain products, we really like that custom feel. And -hmm. we know that it's designed for us and we know that the vendor or the supplier is making it specifically for our needs. It kind of gives us that assurance. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's kind of what's been driving, you know, the business and and our background. Okay.
0: How long have you been um, operating the business? When did you start?
2: Yeah, so we started in August of last year. And um, the main driver to start this business, actually, before we even got into commercial cleaning, uh, my wife and I, we do a lot of volunteer work. Um, And, you know, volunteer is fantastic. But with COVID and everything else happening, you know, you're watching the news and you hear how people are losing their jobs and places are shutting down. You know, we kind of sat down and said, what can we do to help in our community? Uh, Kitchener, Waterloo, Cambridge, and surrounding area. Uh, And the idea was, well, if we can create a business, then that would grow and we could potentially employ and employ people, right? Which is what we did. So we were like, Oh, okay, how do we come back to the, how do we get back to the economy? And the best way we thought was to create a business that way you can employ people. What? How, how that's fantastic, right? If you can create jobs. Um, so we started in, in August and, um, we launched the business officially just before January. Um, and you know what, with uh, Soraya's great marketing and social media and that she's done, um, we actually uh, took off on the right foot. Um, so we were able to get a lot of local clients, which we're happy about, It allowed us to employ people and actually get that business from ground up to where we were planning it was going. And we were able to do that within a matter of a few months, to be quite honest. And I think a lot of that is because of COVID. Um, you know, COVID and people all said now, they want the sanitization, they want the cleanliness and our ability to work and be flexible with our partners and design a special operating procedure specific to their needs, I think really has kind of shined and uh, people took notice.
1: That's, uh, that's really cool that uh, you were able to like, um, I guess... Go off on the right foot, starting off your company. I know a lot of companies take a couple of years to start um, building themselves up. And I guess with uh, with growing so quick, you had to hire a lot of employees, which kind of leads me into my next question. Um, When you're hiring these employees, like how are you making sure that they're working at your standards? Do you guys have like a checklist or um, like certain standards that you guys follow or abide by? Um, and how, how is that like, maybe you can give some recommendations for our listeners so that they, right. they can do those steps as well. That's a great question. Um, and you know what,
2: it, it's great to find employees. I think there's a couple tricks to this. I think finding the right employee is mm-hmm. one. And the second is attrition, making sure they stay with the company. Mm-hmm. Right. And the good thing about making them stay with the company is to offer a competitive wage, being flexible with their needs, work and life balance, having initiatives or incentives as well that you can potentially offer to, the, to, to your employees as well. Um, but that's fine and dandy once you have them, but in yes. order to get them, right? That's the hard part is how you find good staff. Um, and what really works for us, um, is that we run the business, but we actually do the work as well. So when, we're, when you're running a business and you're actually there on the field with your employee, it's very different than sitting in an office, let's say, yeah. and running the business behind a laptop, right? Yeah. So I think with the staff that we have, because we're with them, sleeves rolled up, gloves on, and doing the work, we um, understand what works and what doesn't. We're able to adjust and adapt quickly and discuss that with our clients as well if something's not working where we need to adapt and adjust. And I believe, um, in my personal experience, I believe that the employees really like that. You're not just the boss behind the laptop, you're actually with them in the trenches doing the work and making sure everyone's kind of listed at the same time. So if I had to give an advice, yeah, I would say, you know, roll your sleeves up, guys. Don't don't be... uh, (laughs) Don't afraid. Don't be afraid to get dirty and get in there with your staff and, and leave lead them as opposed to just being the boss.
0: So again, for our listeners and you know a lot of them are students, but uh, some of them have now you know left college, left university, and are thinking about starting a business. You didn't think about this kind of business when you were at university, I guess, right? You said you're in the healthcare sector.
2: Yeah, well, you know, my dad, um, my dad was an entrepreneur. So uh, back where, back home, <laughs> I guess, um, he actually started off a construction company. So he um, was always an entrepreneur at heart. Um, and Soraya and I have always wanted to have something of our own. Um, you know, mine, corporate, corporate fantastic. But having something for yourself and being able to grow that business um and also keeping it close to home and keep it keep it with like a family-run business keeping it humble and really being part of the worker and understanding the needs um has helped it has helped quite a bit um and it doesn't have to be you know a business that you're thinking about while you're in college sometimes you'll have this idea and I always say this, I go, you know, out of all the hundred ideas you may have, 99% of the time, nothing will come of it. But it takes that one idea. It takes that one idea to set you apart and that one way of thinking that sets you and makes you different. And you know what? If you follow that, it, it, it will, uh, and if you enjoy what you do, the rest of it just falls in place.
0: That's a great answer, isn't it, Aaron? You're you ticking all our boxes. I'm just going to ask you very quickly, if you don't mind, where is home then? You mentioned home. Where, where is your former home?
2: <laughs> yeah, so back home is a small island um, called Mauritius. It's uh, off the east coast of Madagascar, um, basically uh, uh, in the Indian Ocean. So it's a tiny little place, and uh, that's where I came from. My wife was born here, but her parents were also from Mauritius, so we're all in the
0: community. Oh, it sounds beautiful. It sounds like, I oh, want to go on holiday there, Aaron. What do you think going on a nice holiday? <laughs> 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 oh.
1: um, the one question I have, uh, which I think is really interesting, and I don't know, um, I guess, Linda, maybe this is a question for you as well but how is it uh working with like your significant other or just having someone that's a friend that you work with like how do you kind of manage that together because with uh with my company i do landscaping with my friends and sometimes we bump heads right so we haven't found a way around it yet we're still like just trying to walk on eggshells over here but <laughs> yeah probably one of the harder questions you're gonna ask me yeah <laughs> And I'm just checking the answers in here
2: right before I answer. You could use a um, like. Yeah, but you know, it's, it's the big thing um, I've learned through this business and also uh, coming from corporate is you have to listen more than you do speak, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, there are going to be bumps, every business has it. No business is perfect, right? There are going to be different ideas that are generated and one idea might be more um, favored than the other. Um, A lot of it I find, you know, is set that ego aside as well and think about the business first. Okay, think about what's right for the business. It may be that my idea um, may be better than my partners or my colleagues but their ideas could be just as good. Maybe it touches a little bit more on a different need that you know, I, I was envisioning. So is there a way to work together and uh, take two solutions and put them as one and present it? Sometimes great ideas come from uh, bickering back and forth yeah. and arguing, right? Because sometimes you realize that there's other areas that you can potentially um, expand your business to. Um, so, but if I had to give you, you know, uh, advice, I would say, look, The best thing to do is to really sit back, let them speak, let them have their moments, let them talk, present the ideas, explain yourself as to why do you think this idea would work, how is this feasible, what's the return on it, and then how do we implement, rather than listening to the idea and immediately going into defense mode.
0: For me, it's about trust because I was moaning about why do we use Skype, Dave, when people have such problems with it, not just you. (laughs) And and Dave explained it to me, but he's got a new solution that we're going to try with Aaron, and Aaron's got a twin brother, so we're interviewing him next week. So you're going to be the guinea pig next week. But um, for me, it's about trust and also... You know, Dave likes the production part and and that kind of stuff, and I love being in front of a camera. So basically, it works for us there, and it really, really does. So, but um, like, you know, you are going to butt heads with your mates, aren't you? With your friends, with your brother, that, and and it's nothing serious. So, for the for the listeners again. Um, They don't have to think of an idea for the business immediately. They're going to go through lots of ideas. That's what you have said. So what kind of tips would you you give to the people out there about wanting to become an entrepreneur, but they haven't really got an idea yet? You know, they're not sure what they want to do. And it's not all about making money, as we all know. So, you know, could you give us some tips on that for everybody? Yeah, that's
2: right. And, And I think, you know, the one tip I can give you is, you know, whatever idea that you're coming up with, and I think you you nailed the uh, the nail on the head there. You know, it's not always about the money. Put the money as secondary or third. The money is just a byproduct of what you want to do, right? If you're honestly, I I believe that if you're focused solely on money, then you're going to be distracted from the good that you could potentially do with your business idea. Um, so you know that should be secondary. I think you know the quote. Uh, I, I'm not going to try to quote it or tell you who it came from, but they said, you know, if you love what you do, the money will just come after it's a byproduct of of what you're doing. So, um, you know, I think coming up, first you have to realize what it is that you're good at, right? Um, What can I do that's different? Or what can I do that's so particular to my skill set that I do? Now, it could be something professionally. It could be something you do at home. Like, for example, cleaning. I had no background in cleaning. Excuse me. But when I clean my house, I take five, six hours to clean my house. And I'm very particular, right? So I'm good at cleaning. <laughs> so, and the idea of creating a business or or giving back to the community, that's where it started. How do we create jobs for people? Um, and then the two kind of just fell together. And I'm like, well, I'm good at this. And potentially there's opportunity there that can be lucrative. And if we expand, we can employ and hire people. And it kind of checks all the boxes. So um, I think that's where you start. Start with ground one at yourself. What do you love to do? What makes sense for you, your lifestyle, your business? And then, um, you know, that profit and, and the money and being lucrative comes after. It always has to come after.
1: Okay. I was uh, going through your website and I noticed that you had, um, you're really marketing off, uh, I believe it was like the ISSA. And I was just curious, like what what is that exactly? mm mm-hmm. so ISSA, it is an association um, with all
2: other sources of, of cleaning companies and people that do residential and commercial it's almost like it's an accredited association and it's an opportunity you know for us to belong to that and we're privileged uh, to belong with them as well um, and it allows us to share communicate um, it's an opportunity for us to tap into a network um, of other people uh, similar in our very similar in our businesses Um, and it allows us to kind of network and reinforce um, what we're doing because a lot of times you know you might think you're doing something well but through your networks you realize there's a more efficient way of doing this or there's a a better way of doing um, a certain project or a certain uh, cleaning uh, project that you're working on so it's a great association and if you run into an industry or you create a business that has an accredited association, I would highly recommend uh, you join them because it opens a lot of doors.
1: So, for any future clients listening to this, they have the ISSA, ISSA. Uh, certificate, <laughs> is certificate.
0: And I, I love the fact that you mentioned networking because. Um, I've built two business purely by networking because I didn't really have anything tangible. It was all about me or encouraging people how to network and, and, and to build strong foundations. And you've built a family business, right? I looked at the website and, and it's part of the family, which is great. You're also, you know, creating opportunities for the community, I love the word opportunities. And I'm so glad I will share with everybody I found you guys because you were following our podcast on Instagram. And Aaron and I were so excited when we found you. We've got to watch you on the show. And um, I think Instagram is a wonderful, wonderful resource. And um, you've really opened my eyes as to, you know, why you started the business, why it's working. And I think everybody who's listening to this will have got some great ideas from it. Do you think Aaron?
1: Oh, yeah. I think he um, really touched the point where it's, treat your customers kind of more like a business partner, partners, um, and then focusing also on your uh, employees, right? Just making sure that their morale is there and that you're a leader at that. Not just sitting um, in an office, just telling them what to do, but you're actually in the trenches with them and working with them. So I think that's something that a lot of entrepreneurs need to realize that they need to be down there working and showing employees how to actually do it properly, but also in, encourage them, motivate them as well. <laughs>
0: I know somebody who does that. Um, Jim Astill, I don't know whether you guys have heard of him, Danby, Danby Appliances. Um, yeah, absolutely amazing guy. As you can guess, I love interviewing people even before my lovely friend, Aaron came along. So he was, on, I used to have a TV show on Rogers, So um, I met this guy and he's so humble. He's just like a normal person and he helps the communities. He does a lot of stuff. And we had a tour of his facility in Guelph and all the employees there see him as one of them, a worker bee, not just. And so I think that's great, Aaron. So how can our listeners find you? Do you want to share your website, your Instagram account? Any information at all, please?
2: Yes, of course. So if you on our website, it's cleaning. I know it's fairly long, but D-O-C-C, dustoutcommercialcleaning.com. And on Instagram, it's at dustoutcommercialcleaning. As well, so we have our webpage there. You can email us. Uh, you can connect through uh through call as well. On Instagram, that page is always active. We're we're always managing and monitoring that page as well. So feel free. I think a lot of our clients. Uh, we've only had one client who called us. Everybody else, believe it or not, was through Instagram. Because right. I think that's. I honestly think that's the future. <laughs> honestly, if you can advertise on Instagram, oh my God, it's it's just. Opportunity everywhere and you just have to find a way to set
0: yourself apart and also answer the messages Aaron and I have invited some people along on various platforms and they haven't answered our messages have they Aaron so it's an opportunity yeah opportunity for us opportunity for you so if you don't answer your messages you miss out on the opportunities so you guys did and we can't thank you enough we are going to have to say goodbye to you now so I want to say thank you from me
1: and it's going to be a goodbye for me as well. But before I leave, just want to let our viewers know to, uh, if you like what we do, just make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's the Next Gen Business Podcast. And that's the same um, like username for our Instagram. And if you want to be on one of the episodes, just reach out to us on Instagram or you can go through our Facebook, uh, which is www.nextgenbusinesspodcast.com. And then you can just fill out the application there to be part of the next episode. And it's going to be goodbye for me. And thank you so much for coming on our podcast today. Thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate it.
0: Thanks for listening. Check us out at
2: www.nextgenbusinesspodcast.com.